Have you ever been starstruck? You heard about someone and you were so intrigued. You likely also realized you didn't really know them. You just knew some things about them. It's very clear there's a big difference between knowing about someone and really knowing them. Perhaps once you got to know them, some things weren't true or it wasn't what you thought. Could it be the same with God, with Jesus? There's probably few people on the planet that haven't heard or thought about God and even Jesus. How can we move to really knowing God and not just knowing about Him? Welcome to Episode 9 of the Well-Versed Woman Podcast. I'm Renee Teller, here with my co-host, Teresa Morgan. We're two perfectly imperfect women who have a heart to share our experiences with women like you. See, what we've experienced in our lives is the love of God. And if you stay tuned, we know what we're about to share will fill your life with love. And that means more peace, likely the peace you've been looking for at this very time. Now, if you've listened to us before, you know this is a podcast about relationship, not about religion. And what we like to do is to start by plugging in to the power source, plugging in to our very creator by being still for 20 seconds. We ask you to close your eyes, take in some deep breaths, and ask God to open your heart, your mind, and your ears to listen to what he'd have to say to us today. Are you ready? Now, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. So many listen to podcasts while they're driving. But you can be still and just take in some deep breaths for 20 seconds. Here we go right now. That's it. That's 20 seconds. The next thing I'd like you to do is just pause this quickly and hit the subscribe button because these episodes build on each other. So if you haven't listened or you missed some, you're going to want to go back and listen. But today, if you're feeling overwhelmed and you've been listening, but you're just not quite sure that you're feeling the relationship with God, you're hearing the episodes, you're hearing about God, but you're just not feeling like you're getting to know him. There's good news because today we're sending you a helper. Today we're going to talk about who this helper is that can come along and move you from knowing about God to really knowing him deep in your soul. Isn't that right, Teresa? That's exactly right, Renee. And as you and I have come to know this beautiful helper, his name is the Holy Spirit. So we learn through the pages of the Bible, there's God the Father, there's God the Son, Jesus Christ, and then there's God the Holy Spirit. So God comes in a three-part package, if you will, a beautiful three-part package, because as we will will see and as we will continue to discuss in the episodes of this podcast, God created man. God the Father created man. 
But if you go back into the book of Genesis, you see that God actually said, let us make man in our image. So back in Genesis, Renee, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit were all present creating man. And that was just a little snippet, I believe, of what then later was to be fully expanded in the New Testament and in the Gospels after Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection. So we'll talk about uh, more about that in the episodes to come. But today, we really want to focus on the Holy Spirit, the Helper. So that's so cool, Teresa, because we have talked in previous episodes that I was brought up in religion, and I heard about God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And I understood that God the Father was in heaven, and I understood that God the Son was Jesus, but I never really understood the Holy Spirit portion of God. So it's really exciting today to be able to explain this piece in a little more depth. Absolutely. And the first scripture that I would like to draw everyone's attention to is found in John chapter 16, verse 7. Jesus is teaching and what he is saying to his disciples. And remember, he has not yet died on the cross, shed his blood, and he's not yet ascended into heaven when this scripture was being taught. So listen to what he says, John 16, verse 7. He says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. So he introduces to his disciples this helper. Can you imagine how bewildered and a little confused they must have been? Like, Jesus, what are you starting to tell us? You're going away? How can this be? But in the chapters of John 14, 15, 16, 17, Jesus talks all about this beautiful helper, the Holy Spirit. Wow. It reminds me, what comes to mind immediately, Teresa, is I'm going away. So there's Jesus. There's our Godhead in the physical, in the flesh. And those apostles that walked with him must have been petrified like that he was going away because here they had this amazing physical God in their presence. And what's going to happen when he goes away? And the beautiful thing I came to realize is exactly what you're saying. It's good I go away because I'm going to send the helper, my spirit. And the great thing about God's spirit is it can be everywhere. So when they went to sleep at night and left Jesus in the flesh, you know, because he was in his own house, it's not that way with the Spirit, right, Teresa? Because the Spirit stays with us every single minute of every single day. That is exactly correct. When an individual hears the gospel and invites Jesus Christ into their heart to be Lord and Savior, that's when the Holy Spirit descends into the spirit of a man or a woman to become Lord of their life. And Jesus taught that the Holy Spirit will be in you is what he taught his disciples in the book of John. In later, in 1 Corinthians, Paul also says to the believers that, don't you know the Spirit of God is 
in you. So this helper, the Holy Spirit, Jesus continues to tell us in chapter 16 of John that when the spirit of truth, so here we're now, we're introducing, he's a helper, but he's the spirit of truth. And Jesus says, when he comes, he will guide you into all truth. Renee, I'd like to park here just a minute and talk about why being led into truth is so important in life. That's great, Teresa, because last week we talked so much about grace and truth. And so to show us how can we know this truth, I think that's right where you're headed, isn't it? It is because, you know, I don't think you have to live in the world long to know that there's a lot of deception. There are a lot of things that hit the human soul that one would say, is this right? Is it wrong? Is it truth? Is it deception? In the beautiful thing we find Again, in the book of John, chapter 8, verses 31 and 32, Jesus says, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Wow. So the truth that comes into our life, it sets us free from the bondage and the chains of deception. It stops the mental gymnastics, if you will, and it provides peace and acceptance, okay? Peace and acceptance that most of us, we, we want in life because that brings us to a place of joy. So I think we probably all know the serenity prayer, Renee. Do you remember the serenity prayer? I do, yes. The prayer goes like this. I was doing a little research like, uh, last night and it was written, so it's thought. There's a little controversy, but for the most part, an American theologian by the name of Reinhold Niebuhr back in the 1940s wrote this. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. So we pray that prayer, but you know who the person is that will bring us serenity, courage, and wisdom? I bet it's the Holy Spirit. You got it, Renee. The Holy Spirit. He's the truth bearer, Jesus calls him. He brings truth. He glorifies Jesus, and he declares what the Father has for us and declares it through the Holy Spirit. So we're, you and I are so big on talking about Jeremiah 29, 11. God has the plans and the purposes for our lives. So it's the third person of the Godhead that rolls out these plans, that gives us wisdom, that keeps us from the bondage and the chains of deception and brings us into that truth that sets us free and keeps us free. Yeah, Teresa, I remember when I first grasped this concept and I changed my prayer life. So a day doesn't go by that I don't reach out to the Holy Spirit and ask him to fill me with wisdom. I, I just love that word wisdom, Teresa, because in all my schooling, all my learning, all my degrees or experiences professionally, wisdom sums it all up. And there's a difference between wisdom and just knowledge. And here's what the dictionary says. It's the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment 
the quality of being wise, the body of knowledge and principles that develops within a specified society or period. It's like beyond, right, Teresa? It's, it, wisdom is just the thing that gives you peace when you have wisdom and you know, like you say, you know in your knower, that brings about peace. Absolutely. You know, the wisdom of God comes so that you can apply knowledge and instruction to your life. So you may have a ton of knowledge, right? But then how does one go about applying the knowledge? That's where God loves to come in. His wisdom is full of direction, full of peace. And, you you know, when we think about God, right, we think about the all-knowing, ever-present God and the all-loving God that will bring us to the correct decision in every situation. It's just such a pleasure and an honor to walk with the Holy Spirit because He knows problems that are going to occur even before they occur, and he's ready with a plan of action. Jesus talks about him again in chapter 14 of the book of John. He says to his disciples, because remember, he's getting them ready when he dies and goes away. He's getting them ready, and he's telling them, don't be afraid. I'm sending my spirit to you. But he says in verse 26, but the helper the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. And we can't miss the verse 17 in the same chapter. Jesus again tells his disciples, he dwells with you, the Holy Spirit, and will be in you. See, Renee, the disciples at this point were not yet born again. So The Holy Spirit was always hovering, but he wasn't actually in them. Yeah, that's, I never thought about that, Teresa. That's a great thought. When the Spirit is in you, and we'll talk about what happened when they did get the Spirit next week, what happened in them, and then what they were capable of doing after Jesus had left the earth. So yeah, that's an awesome point. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about God. You know, the Bible talks about that he's omnipresent, meaning he's present everywhere in time at once. You know, we have to remember that God created time, the Bible says. So in essence, he stands outside of time. Now, what advantage does that give us as believers in Jesus Christ and who have the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit? Well, it gives us the advantage that God sees the problem and he has the answer ready for us even before we meet the challenge. That's why the Bible says that we're more than a conqueror through him who loves us and that he always gives us the victory. That's incredible. So we've talked about how the Holy Spirit is our helper, how it he dwells in us how the Holy Spirit is the truth bearer, the Holy Spirit gives us wisdom, the Holy Spirit is a teacher. What else, Teresa, can we put on our checklist of what the Holy Spirit is? So actually, Renee, you know, I think maybe some of our listeners are saying, I know the Holy Spirit. I have a personal relationship with him. And others might be saying, okay, wait a minute. I hear you talking about the Holy Spirit. 
And I hear you talking about that he will be in you or that he is in you. Well, how do I get the Holy Spirit? I want this God guide. Teresa, I love that word guide that you just used. Our our spirit guide or our God guide makes me think that he's right there next to me. Every step I make, every decision I make, every time I'm overwhelmed in this world, I really have someone co-piloting actually piloting. If I could just get in the co-pilot seat, I'd probably be a lot better, but that's a whole nother story. But sitting right next to me as I navigate this life and this journey. So this idea, Teresa, of him also being a guide gives me hope, gives me excitement. That's exactly what he is. He's a divine, godly, holy guide. He has the plans for your life tucked away. And, you know, the Bible talks about he yearns jealously for us to give us the plans, to help us unfold the plans. And he's right there every step of the way, like a good coach would be, assisting us to have those plans come to pass in our life. One of the things that I just so adore about the Holy Spirit is that he's big enough that he comes to the whole world, but yes, yet he's personal enough to know my name, to walk with me, and he wants the best for my life. You know, Renee, back when I was going through days of confusion and anxiety, I remember praying a very simple prayer. And I said, Lord, I want to know you and I want to walk with you. And from that time on, after I became born again, the Holy Spirit has walked with me, the Spirit of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit of God has walked with me every step of the way, and he brings clarity where there's confusion. He brings peace where there is strife. He brings a heightened excitement and joy uh, when there's a celebration. You know, what more can we say? He is God. It sounds like all I can think about, maybe my business mind kicking in, I need to hire this guy. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need to hire this person. And guess what? I have as well hired him, as have you. And the beautiful part is he's free. Here comes the CPA in me. Mm-hmm. He's free. So he is the best helper that we've ever had. And next week, we're going to talk very specifically about how you can hire this helper, truth bearer, teacher, wisdom bringer, guide for your life. And what you said, Teresa, that it got you from the place of knowing about an amazing God, knowing about his son, Jesus, instead really knowing them, really knowing and feeling who they were, just like we do in our human relationships, the knowing someone versus knowing about them. Absolutely. And the Bible has a lot to say about eternal life, which we're going to talk about next week. How do we receive eternal life? And we're going to talk about what that means. But as just a little prelude to next week, the Bible defines what eternal life is in John chapter 17, verse 3. Eternal life is that you know the one true God 
And it doesn't have to be far off in the heavens. It doesn't have to be far off in the future. You can know the one true God. Mm, That sounds so exciting. I bet you all can't wait for a whole week to go by till we're together again. Don't forget our beautiful, well-versed woman scripture in Romans, Teresa. That's right, Renee. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. We love you. Bye. Now, just a reminder, everyone, we are giving away free Well-Versed Woman journals so that you can take notes on these episodes to the first 100 that write a review. So I need you to go to your podcast, hit subscribe, and write a review. In addition, please don't forget that the scriptures that we talk about in every episode are in what they call the show notes. So if you scroll down on your favorite podcast, platform and click on the word details and continue scrolling, you're going to get the links that you need to click on to get the show notes. If there's any questions about that process or questions about these episodes, please feel free to reach out to us at Renee at ReneeTeller.com or on any social media platform. And we do have a community Facebook group called Well-Versed Woman. So go ahead and ask to join that group. We'd love to answer your questions in there as well. Until next time, we love you. We'll see you soon.